Hello, you are listening to the LO Gaming Podcast. Guys, we did it. We're, ep- we're recording episode one. Woo! Yay! Are we recording that? Yep, that, that, that's on tape. Yeah! <laughs> All right! We did recording it. Recording on tape. I am joined by my two good buddies, Brandon and Eric. My Hello. name is James. Hello. So how, how do you start a podcast? A lot of people do do some kind of like intro. Hey, this is my guest this week. I don't know. I think it's something. I think it's something you'll figure out. But we are going to start in the 1970s. Ah, Before any of us were born, really. Ah, the smell of the uh, air. <laughs> Smelled like pot. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, probably 1986, 87, when they probably start introducing me to things like Atari. You know, things like Pong and E.T. Yeah, we had that crap E.T. game. <laughs> yeah, so, I played it. It was crappy. <laughs> I mean, the NES was big in our house. Kung Fu, I think. Or Kung, Excite Bike. Kung Fu, Excite sure. Bike. Excite Bike, yeah. And then Mario. Yeah, Mario and probably Zelda. Zelda. Yeah. Those are the ones I remember. Tetris. Uh, punch Out. Mike Tyson Punch Out. Punch Out, yeah. Punch out. Punch out, yeah. Bubble yeah. Bobble. That was another one. No, I never played that one. I remember The that. thing that was great about Bubble Bobble. Uh, bubble Bobble. Slow down. <laughs> that one was Bubble Bobble. Bubble Bobble. <laughs> <laughs> The NES I have over there, it's it's one of those where you have to wedge another cartridge in it to, for the game. <laughs> Always got to blow on it. Blowing in the cartridge and wedging it. <laughs> I remember doing that. You sit the other one on top. Wait, you got to pull it out just a little like bit. The there it is. There clip. it is. Don't move. Yeah, you'd be wiggling yep. it around like, oh, I got a picture. Reset. Yes. We're good. Yeah. It's Other memories from the Genesis, um, you had Streets of Rage. You, you I vaguely remember that. Yeah, I remember that game fondly because they had a character. In Is that there. where you had like chains and bats and stuff? Yeah, it was a beat em up. Yeah, yeah. But of course, you had the Sonic games. Yeah, Sonic. I remember playing the game Sonic that everybody fooled themselves into thinking was good. But when they got older, they're like, oh, that game was bad. Yeah. <laughs> All you did was roll around and collect rings. Well, it was so frustrating because it's like. It had a weird, like. Based on like the angle of the surface you are and you jump, you'd like. I remember the platforming was weird. It was fun when you're going fast, but if you ever got stopped, it was like, ah. Let's talk about the Super Nintendo. Yeah, the Super Nintendo. There was a there was a game. It was uh, Goofy and Max. It was a Goofy and Max. <gasps> yes. oh, it was about the Goofy movie, wasn't it? No, I don't remember. But it was a puzzle game. But it was a co-op puzzle. I game. remember watching you and Phil play that. Yes, and Phil got rid of it. I loved that game. I said some spite there. <laughs> so in 1995, we had the Saturn. We talked a little bit about the Saturn. The Saturn yeah. came out at 399 dollars. Wow. I did yeah, not know that. Yeah. No wonder we didn't really have one. Yep. So back then, we went six hundred and seventy-seven dollars. Yeah. Once you add inflation, oh yeah, yeah. So with inflation today, how much do you think five hundred dollars is? Oh, I don't know. Well, well, it'd probably be like eight or nine hundred. Yeah, eight, eight or nine hundred. No, today five hundred dollars is five hundred. Oh, oh, it's a trick <laughs> oh. question. You got us. I, I did not us. hear the question. My, my bad. You got us. <laughs> I thought you said, well, yeah, you did say it. Well, it be I feel like a day. fool. <laughs> Egg listen. on my face. Take, take it away. Okay, so basically, take it away now. <laughs> this is when Sony came onto the picture. And we already talked a little bit about what inspired Sony to, um, uh, or spurred sony on to do their own thing was the broken deal with nintendo yeah and this is when nintendo started to struggle a little bit that's right they did go through a few years of struggling to like keep players yeah and part of that was just you would think with all the momentum from the super nintendo and everything like that that you know everything would go smoothly and they probably thought we can do anything everything's gonna be great Sega's floundering right now. They released the Saturn. It's super expensive. Like we said, it was about $677 there's no today. Real, there's no real competition. I mean, it's $399. <laughs> 
today, if you know the PlayStation Five were announced and they said it'd be three ninety nine, we'd all be rejoicing in the streets. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, it's a great price. But back then, they were going, <gasps> yeah. like when PS Three came out and they said six hundred dollars. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't happy about that. Yeah, and plus they did something that was rather stupid when they announced it. This was at the very first E three. Yeah. They announced it at that price point, and then they said it was available today. Oh. Ooh. And they did not tell retailers oh. that they were doing that. Oh. And retailers were ticked off. Oh, yeah, I'd say so. It's wow. like, wait a minute. I got to make space for this thing on my shelves. I don't have any on my <laughs> shelf to sell. We got people coming up to us saying, uh, where is my PlayStation? I want a PlayStation. No, my Saturn. Saturn. Oh, <laughs> Saturn. Yeah, yeah Saturn. this was oh. Sega. Yeah, this oh. was Sega. <laughs> Sega Saturn, they announced it for that price point. Very expensive. And they said it's available today. But Jeez. nobody could get one because no stores had them. They didn't They didn't tell all the retail That's stores that, hey, really we're... poor planning. Yeah, yeah, they did not tell the retailers that this is what we're doing, so we're going to ship you all this stuff. Yeah. Because they were so worried about things leaking or whatever. Or, But really, though, when you read about the accounts, it was incompetence yeah. that led to that. That's so, what it sounds like. And basically, you know, it's like you couldn't go to Walmart. Couldn't go to KP Toys. Couldn't go to Toys R Us. Couldn't put it in the layaway yet because it wasn't there. Exactly. So it's like <laughs> if people got the news, and this was before E3 was a big media event for consumers. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the best thing you had were magazines. Yeah. I was about to say, and how would you find out about E3 other than like magazines? Uh, or business uh, channels. Yeah. Like this was when CNN was just starting too. So and all those we didn't have all these news channels and stuff reporting on this stuff. No, uh, you would you'd have enthusiast magazines. Yeah, that's like you um, you'd find it in magazine, like in exactly. ads in magazines. Yeah, and, and that would be like I a remember month later. discovering a lot of stuff in just magazines. Yeah, there was no <laughs> real internet at the time. The internet was just a fledgling little yeah, thing. It, it Nobody thing was yet. using it. Yeah, um, except for some people experimenting with email and it was learning messaging. to roll over at that time. <laughs> and so you know. There's no, I mean, there, there's nothing to allow you to buy the thing. And so retailers were so mad. KB Toys, they said, we're not carrying your products anymore. That's funny. <laughs> they, stopped, they stopped selling Sega products. So I, I guess that's kind of when Sega just kind of went downhill. Well, Dreamcast. Well, the Dreamcast came after, um, uh, uh, came after the Saturn. And the thing is, is that the Dreamcast actually released um, in 1999. Oh, okay. So oh, Saturn was 1995 to 1998. That's how long that 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 console lasted on the market. And when did the PlayStation come out? The PlayStation came out in 95. 95. So they came out the same year. And then the 64 came out in 96? 96. It, and the 64 was interesting because... It actually ha- got delayed several times. Yeah. And it was slated for, um, when was it? it? It was slated for holiday 95, then got pushed back to April because they were afraid of not having enough consoles Yeah, to go around and also software. And when they announced April 96, they pushed that back to September hmm. of that year. Jeez. Mm-hmm. But this is the funny thing. They they delayed it three times, but they ended up uh, shipping the Nintendo 64 three days early. <laughs> so It's nice of them. So really, yeah. uh, officially, it was supposed to be um, uh, September 29th when it was supposed to be released, but uh, unofficially released in nine, uh, on September 26th. Huh. So, but yeah. So, but what I really want to talk about here is Sony, because... Sony was such a lightning rod to the industry, just the video game industry in general. It's my bread and butter. I mean, it's like, when did you know that Sony had a console? Uh, see, back then, I don't remember much. I don't remember much from back then. Yeah, you probably just remember that it just existed. But I remember having one. Right. I, but I think, honestly, I think we had the 64 we, before we had the PlayStation. Right. So... Cause I, I so uh, yeah I was still a Nintendo kid then, mm-hmm. and then we finally I got finally got a PlayStation and then that's when it all kind of switched gears for me, right? Uh, Cause I mean I still bought Nintendo stuff, 
but like I was more towards the PlayStation at that point, right. like the games they were bringing out and uh, like Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. That was a staple for me. <laughs> but before Metal Gear Solid, there was Goldeneye. Right. You know, yeah. 007 Goldeneye on the 64. I mean, and that was, is- <clears throat> and that's, that's when the 64 is when I started going over to y'all's house a lot. Yeah. And gaming with you all. Yeah. Playing a lot of Goldeneye. A lot mm-hmm. of gold, and that's that's when I started getting better at games because mm-hmm. then I started getting better than you at it. Yeah, you started coming into your own at that point. Yeah, and then that's like when it really kicked off for me. I was like, oh, I'm getting good at this stuff. <laughs> I can win. Yeah. Like I beat this guy that's older than me. <laughs> but it wasn't only that. You started dominating everybody. I did. I mean, you had a knack for not just that game, but shooters in general. Uh, shooters were my bread and butter, man. Like once, because I remember we'd go to Walmart. And I would I would sit at the like I guess they still do it where you can like try demos of games I right no uh, they kind of do it with the switch but for the most part they don't have those they kind of got rid of that well yeah. yeah I remember going to Walmart and going straight to the electronics center and staring every, up at the screen every every time we'd go and I would play Goldeneye back in the day when the uh, damn level. Yeah, the, back, the, back like in the, the day, level. Yeah, yeah. Walmart, the damn level. Electric, <laughs> yeah, they had their electronics section like there. It was like a frontier fort in the middle of their yeah <laughs> of their stores. Yeah, it was all walled off, and that's where their PC games. That's where you find all the kids that are in the toy section. But yeah, and then yeah, but they, they had the big monitor, but you had to like you had to look break your neck up looking at in it. the air to play, and it was like attached, so it's like you couldn't like step back. Yeah, you're just like leaning, holding it. Yeah, yeah. the controllers all those things were always broke. broke because oh, yeah. kids would just be <laughs> leaning back, holding on to them. Right? Yeah, because they have to break. The but neck yeah, otherwise. I would spend all my time playing the Golden Eye demo, and just <clears> I loved it. Something about that game, just like the graphics were amazing, the sound of like the guns, like. They all sounded amazing to me. The soundtrack, and but that was then, also everything looked so real. <laughs> yeah, and also like I was already a big go- like James Bond fan right. back then too. So it's like that just was icing on the cake for me. Yeah, at that point that was like a re- resurgence for the franchise as well. Those it was James Bond, franchise. Pierce Brosnan, man. Yeah, I mean it's like <laughs> that's kind of like what kind of Daniel Craig did for the Bond uh, franchise now. But see, like that's in my opinion, that's that was the best. James Bond game they ever came out with. Oh, bar none. Because, yeah. like, there were others, but they just did the game not. It wasn't there for those. It just wasn't there. Like, yeah, it was James Bond. They were a lot more gimmicky then. They were more gimmicky, but it was like Goldeneye. It was just like, it was pure gaming. Mm-hmm. Like, even the multiplayer, like, it got to the point where I knew where you were. When you spawned in, I knew exactly where you were. Screen cheating. Well, that's, 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 every, that's, everyone was screen cheating back then. That's where you invented the card. Well, yeah, we we, divider. we came up with the the split screen, no screen divider. Uh, apparently, everybody did. I you mean, get a little cubicle, yeah. cubicle of the screen. But like, I yours. remember going to other friends' houses and stuff, and like playing Goldeneye, and it's like it didn't matter who I played against. Like, I knew where they were. I knew all the levels like the back of my hand. Yeah, I, I did not. I knew which well. guns to use. I knew which guns not to use. The Clob, worst gun in history. Which one? The Clob. Like oh a, yeah, a yeah, yeah. Gun. Yeah, it was a little silver. Was it the all black one or was it the white? It was, it was silver. Silver one. Silver. Okay. Like that. And it had like the the folded stock on top. Oh yeah. It's like okay. a scorpion or whatever. Yeah. Okay. It was called the Clob. Yeah, that was, was the worst after, gun uh, ever. That was named after the producer of that game. Uh, I remember Ken the like peanut. Oh, really? Yeah, he works for Microsoft now. That's funny. But yeah, I have a lot of fond memories of no, that game. He doesn't game. work for Microsoft. I think he runs a. I think he helps runs a studio now. Uh, Twin Galaxies? Maybe? No, no. Twin Galaxies is the arcade score tracker. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Goldeneye was probably the first game I ever beat on a harder difficulty. Like that was the only like the first game that I was like, now I'm, I'm gonna try it on a harder difficulty. Let me ask you this: When you played on those harder difficulties, what was your strategy to get through a level? Oh my gosh! Because I'll like, tell you mine, and you tell me if you well. Did this. Like looking back at it now, like the way my brain worked with video games was so different. Yeah, like the way I play video games now is so casual. But back then, it was like I was learning like all the ins and outs. Like, and that was before like YouTube. Right. So you couldn't just go on the computer or whatever and, and look up a strategy. Look up a video. I mean, there on were it. strategy guides. There were guides. I did have a guide, which I used guides. I wasn't ashamed of using guides. Most mm. people thought it was cheating, but it's like, what's the point? <laughs> it's kind of fun yeah. on some games. Like that was when I liked like getting. 
a hundred percent on a game. Like right. I'd get the guide so I could find all the little Easter eggs and stuff. Right. But my strategy, I don't, I don't think well, I let me tell you what me. I did. And yeah, what you did tell you me do? if you did that. When I went through the game on hard, I would find a door and I would bottleneck all the enemies because all the enemies would know where you were and they would just flood through this one door. So when the door slid open, you just, just unload and then it would close. It would open again. Yeah. It would shoot. It would close. Yeah. And I would just do the that until level. all the enemies are dead. I remember doing that a lot in the bunker level. Yeah. You mentioned it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how I got through the game on hard. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, because you could. You could literally just sit there because there was only a, n- a certain amount, number of guards in most of the levels. Uh-huh. And once you killed them, that was it. Yeah, they didn't spawn. Or they didn't like spawn that. anymore. There were rare occasions when like they would spawn in, like you trigger... Something yeah. in the game, and then a bunch would spawn but in. But only a limited number of them would. Yeah. But yeah, you could literally just sit there and kill them off until they're all dead. Yeah. Just got to know what Because once you them. alert them, they all swarm to you. Yeah. That's funny. I didn't think about that. Yeah. But that's I what did I do did. that. <laughs> huh. But anyway. It was definitely more challenging on the harder difficulties. Yeah. But I remember playing um, Mario 64 for oh, the first time one. at a demo kiosk. And what is the first thing you do when you play Mario 64 at a kiosk? You play with the Mario face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. stretch Grab it. Grab it and drag it around. Hold it. <laughs> yeah. I need to bring that back in a future iteration just for throwback sake. I'm surprised but, um, they haven't. Because with touch controls on the Switch now, you can like really do some funny things. That's true. But um, They might have done that on the 3DS remake of 64. They did, didn't they? I'm sure they did something with that. Yeah, I think they did. But yeah, Mario 64 was a gorgeous game. Yeah, but I remember playing that game and just being just, wow. That was kind of the first like open world-esque kind of game. Well, it was the first game with analog controls. Yeah. And I remember Nintendo being very secretive about their controller because of that. Yeah, it's such a weird controller. it changed the industry. It single-handedly changed the industry. How many games actually use the D-pad? Um, quite a few actually. Did they? Yeah. Um, like yeah, all the fighting games did. That makes sense. Um, but not my fighting games on N64. Most of the games I played on the sixty four yeah, were fighting games on sixty four. I don't. You rarely. Used I don't the even D-pad. remember any of those. I didn't even think of that. Some of them were kind of knockoff. You, you always held it like this. You yeah. never held it like this. Yeah. Always like that. But I never thought of a fighting game on N64. Yeah, but it's really strange to think of of the Nintendo sixty four as uh, the, the shooter console. Oh yeah, the C buttons sidestepping. Oh yeah, that was the golden eye. You you had to like yeah, because the C That's buttons how, were your movement, right? Yeah, and then you looked well, around. Or, yeah, yeah. You right. move. You moved around with the joystick, but to like sidestep, you had to use the. Uh, so it was sidestepping, look up and down. Was that what the C buttons were? Yeah. Yes, it was actually. And then because yeah. the, the analog you, stick was move forward, backwards. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a real weird right. setup. Yeah. I remember it being weird. Yeah, but yeah, that was. First time being able to sidestep like that, you know. Yeah. Well, I guess Quake and stuff like Doom. that. They had Doom. They had yeah. sidesteps, didn't they? Oh yeah, there was always strafing, but that's with uh, mouse and keyboard was the controls. Yeah, yeah that's true. Different. So I mean, it's like very different. Um, what was the Kirby game for the N sixty four Dream Star or <clears throat> Dream? The one I, I just, loved. It that was game. in here. I just saw it. Oh really? I re- I remember loving it. That, I think that was the older one. One. I'm pretty sure it was in here. Okay. But that one I loved because I actually remember oh, playing that. That's a game. Kirby's house. Dreamland. That was the very first Kirby game. Yeah, Dreamland. Yeah, yeah. I the one for the N sixty four was super cool because you could mix abilities. Like you, uh, oh yeah, on the, the sixty four. Yeah, yeah, throw yeah. It, and then you, you could get combine like a, two different yeah, ones. Yeah, you get some a, really cool. Yeah. I'm trying to remember that game too. I didn't. What play was that it, one called? But, it was. A but lot I remember fun. playing it over at Yarall's house. Yeah, we had it. But I don't know. That was the only time I y'all would like get games though. That yeah, was we'd always have games. gaming was a very big thing. Well, for me and my my brother were yes. What yeah. year did uh, the first Half Life come out? Gosh, because that wait, game first Half Life that game is big in my memory as well. I remember playing that at Wasn't your it late house. Nineties, it was in the nineties. I'm pretty sure, like ninety eight, ninety nine, ninety eight, ninety eight. Yeah, I yeah. see. I remember playing that one a lot at your house. I remember. Because we all we were homeschooled, so we all stay up late all the time. Oh, yeah. I remember my favorite thing to do was to stay up with the lights off mm-hmm. in the old. I guess it would have been the den. Yeah, it was the addition we wrote. Uh, we built onto that. Yeah, house. but I would I would have all the lights off and I would use the headphones. Everybody'd be asleep for the most part. <clears throat> yeah, y'all were doing something. 
We're, we're probably playing on the console and you were pl- playing on the PC. Yeah, but I would just I would be fully immersed in Half Life back just, in the day when I was still a PC player. <laughs> yeah. Oh. See, I was never really a big PC player, but Half Life held holds a very special spot in my life. It does for many people, and PC gaming is just a whole different ball game. Oh, yeah, it is. Uh, I could go real deep into my history as a PC gamer, but just as a note on the PC side. During this 32-bit era and uh, stuff like that, I was still playing shooters on PC, and it took me forever to adapt to controller first-person shooters. Yeah, I was so bad. They're very different. I was yeah, so bad. Very different skills. Um, yeah. And when analog stick controls started, like dual stick controls, I didn't really fully adapt to them until Black Ops Two. Wow. Call of Duty Black Ops 2. Jeez. That's when I first started like, okay, I'm getting it. I'm finally adapting. I got well, it. Well, the dual analog didn't come out until like PlayStation 2, though. PlayStation 1 had a dual analog. Did Oh, they did. And That's they were the right. ones who put rumbles in their controllers. But they originally time. just, they didn't have the analogs, mm-hmm. right? No, it was just D-pad. Originally, it was just the D-pad. Originally, buttons. it was just yeah. a D-pad. And then that and was something they brought out shit. after the fact, right? Yeah. Well, after, and Nintendo was right to be secretive about their controller uh, because... After they did that, everybody's like, "We gotta have that." Ah, oh yeah, we gotta have that. And Every still, the sixty-four was the first analog. Well, yeah, and that's why you said the Sa- Sega had one, didn't it? Saturn brought out theirs after, yeah. and then Sony did theirs <laughs> after. But Sony made the one that everybody did after that. The dual. Um, the dual was like, it, well, and that's crazy about the PlayStation controller. Is like, it didn't really change a whole lot. Shape wise, it's still very similar. Yeah, it's still very similar to the original. I mean, the, the two the technologies grips, changed. Yeah, but. the two uh, having two shoulder buttons. I remember when that came out. I was like, that's too much. My brain's gonna explode. Uh, yeah. <laughs> too many buttons. Yeah, but and then it's like, how do you hold this thing? You put the there two, were a lot of buttons. Your pointer and middle finger on the both of them, or just yeah. The one? That was when you actually started using your other fingers instead of just your thumbs. Yeah, and then it's like <laughs> using both thumbs at the same time. And I remember on the. Um, PlayStation analog controller, there was a button on there that said analog. Oh, yeah. You had to turn the analog on. You actually had to switch between analog or not analog. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't on automatically. Yeah. And so many games took advantage of it after that. But I guess that's a good transition because I remember trading in. I, I bought a Nintendo 64 first. Yeah. But then I actually traded that in. Not traded it in, but I returned it. My 64 for PlayStation. Oh. Oh. Interesting. So you eventually went back and bought another 64, I take it then? Yeah, John did. John did? Oh. Yeah, my brother. Uh, hmm. He um, uh, Basically what happened was I got it, and then I started seeing all the games coming out on PlayStation. Actually, I think you may have introduced me to Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, I, I was. Yeah. yeah but um, I remember going to Toys R Us, picking up my Nintendo 64, found out there was nothing to play after Mario 64. There were literally no games out there. Really? But PlayStation had Ridge Racer. It had all these other games that were What was out. PlayStation's, like, release games? I can't even remember. Battle Arena Toshin Den, which I, was a 3D fighter. You'd recognize it. Probably. So the name. Uh, and then there was um, Ridge Racer. Yeah. Those were the two big launch games, but they had games that came out after launch very quickly. Yeah, okay. And remember how they came in those big cases, <laughs> those big CD cases? Mm-mm. On the PlayStation? Yeah. Are you talking about from like Toys R Us? Or no, just in general? No, in general. Like, like the they boxes? Were, they're big, tall, plastic CD cases. No, I don't remember. I remember you don't remember, remember that? Sure. Yeah, I don't. For a while there, they came in these big, um, they, almost they, the size of the DVD It must cases. not have lasted long. No, it didn't. Yeah, okay. Um, because they were so fragile. Well, like I said, yeah. I'm pretty sure we had the 64 before we had the PlayStation. Right. So and the PlayStation came out first. So. Yeah. But I remember, you know, having Wipeout. Yeah. And stuff like that. All those different games that came out on PlayStation after that. And then Tekken came out. (laughs) Tekken. And playing Tekken now is hilarious because it has those super high jumps. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the movement's like really over-exaggerated too. Yeah, but I remember seeing that. I mean... I remember watching Virtual Fighter. I remember love. I loved Tekken. Mm-hmm. I was never big in the fighters, but I loved Tekken. Yeah, and Tekken was just amazing because it was just looked like nothing else. At the it, time. Yeah, it was amazing. I mean, you had that. You had Virtual Fighter. And that game was hard. Oh yeah, and that and that game, you know, three buttons. Only. Yeah. By that time, Saturn had the six button uh, layout um, standard. But um, Virtual Fighter was always even even in the arcades had three buttons. You had a block. A punch and a kick. Yeah. And it's one of the most complex 
Yeah, because uh, there's a lot of made. variation you could do. Oh, you? yeah, you had to count frames. Yeah. So it's like you had to wait until a certain point in the animation to get another move to work. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I was no good at that game. Yeah, but it was a fun game. But um, I, was, I was okay at Tekken. Yeah, but Tekken, you know, it had the two punch buttons, the two kick buttons, you know, left kick, right kick, um, left punch, right punch. But, yeah, Tekken. Um, remember Driver? I never played Driver. Driver was uh, interesting because it started out as, uh, like, the premise was you were a stunt driver for Hollywood yeah. movies and you had to do stunts. <laughs> Eventually it turned out into a game where you had to actually be a bank robber, uh, getaway driver. <laughs> Did that come before Grand Theft Auto? Yes. And then Grand Theft Auto came out and I remember it playing, was a top-down thing. Yeah, like, I remember like, playing uh, a lot of Grand Theft Auto 2, actually. Really? And it was still the top-down yeah, yeah. view. It wasn't until PlayStation 2 when Grand Theft Auto 3 came out. Yeah. And that really blew things it, out. It went to the third person or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when it really came open world and really revolutionized things. For the first PlayStation, though, do you remember Siphon Filter? Yes. That uh, game. I remember that one. was a lot of fun. I remember playing that one a lot. Yeah. I think I remember trying to play it. It was a hard game. I did yeah. not get it. It was kind of semi-stealth, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. it was, it was, it was kind of like a Metal Gear Solid. On the type. first one, like, night in a snowy area. There was a map like that, I think. Like that's all A I lot of the maps were at night, I think. That was and you could, like, too. turn on, like, night vision or something, right? But, like, the first one, I think the first level, you're, like, in a city that's, like, there's, like, cars on fire and buildings yeah. on fire. And there's, like, a pandemic or something going on. People in, like... Well, Siphon Filter was a virus, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a virus thing, yeah. But, see, that's what I miss about older games is because they didn't have all the licensing things with, like, weapons. So, like, they were actually real guns. No, they, like, had real guns in it. Oh, okay. Like, I remember specifically in Siphon Filter, they had the G11 gun, which is a Heckler and Koch gun. Hmm. But it was, was like, a new tech gun. It It was, like, caseless rounds. Huh. But it was like it had a high high rate of fire or something. But yeah. like it was like that in the game. And I remember that was when I was like in a gun craze. So oh, I was okay. like, <laughs> like researching guns and stuff. But they had like MP5s, right? Like AR15s and stuff. Like it was all like real guns, not like Goldeneye where they was like, you know, they changed the names of them. But yeah, an AK47. But you knew what they were. Seven, but it looked like one completely. Yeah, <laughs> but like, it like a cigarette to me when you held it in your hand. <laughs> You're right, it doesn't. <laughs> just the way it, stuck out, it just looked like a cigarette to me. Cigarette. The AK and Goldeneye, when you're holding it, it sticks out. It just the way it looked. It's like a burnt cigarette. <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to go back and look at it. That's funny. But anyway, yeah, I mean, Siphon Filter was one of those games that people today are still asking for a reboot of. Mm. See, like, the I think I played. They had like that. They have like three. No, three. Oh, there's there a, a lot. Few. Um, they made. Th- I know they for sure they made two for PlayStation One. I know. I know. I played the first two, but after the second one, I and then there was a I fell out. There were a few on PlayStation Two, and I don't think they were as good. No, I mean they were okay, but they yeah. weren't. I, I think they were too old school for what was coming out. Yeah, beside that, they were too f- behind. Yeah, but um, then there was uh, a few for PSP. And one for the PSP. Vita. PSP. I have some. I think it was one for the Vita. I can't remember. I had the PSP. I didn't have the Vita. Yeah. But anyway, too? yeah. I Yours mean, was white, wasn't it? No. No, my PSP. The model number was zero 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 one. Oh. I bought it the day they came out. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I forgot you had one. I don't think I have it anymore. Full disclosure: We're all Sony guys at this table. Yeah. Uh, currently, much. I love Sony. I owned some Microsoft Xbox, but yeah, I had the original. Xbox. <laughs> I owned an Xbox 360, but it was only because the PlayStation 3 hadn't come out yet. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, as soon as the, the PlayStation, PlayStation 3, 3 came out, yeah. I went out and bought it. Well, it's kind of funny. <laughs> Just that I'll get into that later, but you know, uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night was a big game for me on PlayStation. I never played them, but I remember listening to that soundtrack. Oh, that soundtrack was a still lot. one of the best soundtracks ever made for any medium. It was it was a good soundtrack. <laughs> I mean, I never played the game, and I loved the soundtrack. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was great. Um, that's uh, PlayStation gave us Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. I did play Tomb the Raider first game. Tomb Raider. I sucked at it. Yep. 
uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Oh, I loved that, that game. Was legendary. I remember playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater at a at a demo kiosk. Yeah, and immediately from that point on, I was like, "That game's amazing." That game got me into skateboarding. <laughs> yeah, I got so many people into I'm sure skateboarding. A lot of people. It's like so many people all of a sudden knew that skateboarding was a big thing. Rodney Mullen was my boy. Yeah, I mean, it's like I don't think skateboarding would be the sport is it is today no, without that game. It really wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, it gets so much attention on the sport, and really it's a shame the last one he came out with blue. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was like after three. Yeah, three after was, the third one. Three was the pinnacle. Yeah, really. that was the peak. <laughs> um, yeah, but then you had certain oddities like Bushido Blade from Square. Um, Never got into that. that. That was really weird. I mean, if anybody was familiar with uh, Samurai Showdown and the way that fighting game works, you know, it's very high damage one. It was uh, a like, combo base too, wasn't it? Uh, no. Or was uh, it just like a hack and slash? Oh, well, the thing about it was a 3D fighter where it's like if you get hit in the arm, your arm would die. So oh. you wouldn't have to be able, if you lost the other arm, you could be running around with no arm. That sounds vague. With no arms working. But see, I, I never got into the, those kinds of games. Yeah, I still have Bushido Blade. Yeah. I still have a, my, the PlayStation Bushido Blade, and I can, hmm. I can boot it up on the PlayStation 2. <laughs> we, can, we can goof around with it sometime. Yeah, we should try that. I liked, I liked the platformers and shooters. Yeah. Those, those were my go-tos. Jumping Flash. Did you ever play Jumping Flash? Jumping Flash. It was one of the earliest games for PlayStation. Uh, it, the name doesn't sound. You're familiar. a robot bunny. This thing is Japanese as all get out. Robot um, bunny. It's wow. you're basically in a bunny shaped mech. Yeah, and you're you jump really high. No, and you had some shooting things, and I've it was a first person shooter. Wait, what? what? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that does not sound. It is so It was it was it was fun. It and must would, have been a Japanese game. Yeah, it totally was. <laughs> um, you look at it, it's like that is so Japanese. That's weird. Uh, but there's they, some games you just know. Yeah, but they made two of them. They made two of them, and wow. I enjoyed what both. What were they called? Uh, Jumping Flash. Jumping, Jumping Flash. Flash. No, I've never heard that. Jumping Flash, Jumping Flash, Jumping Flash. But anyway, <laughs> and then there was Parappa the Rapper. I, yeah. I remember that game. Everybody remembers Parappa the Rapper. This is the thing about Parappa the Rapper. It's so colorful and so... And Vibrant. so... Unique. Unique. <laughs> it was very unique. And characteristic. I mean, it's like you look at the character models. It was a, it was a, it was a Simon Says game. Well, it, <laughs> and a music game. A rhythm yeah, game. it was. Well, it's an art design, too, that you could go, what generation of console was this from? And it's you so stylistic, trouble. you could, depending on the resolution. Yeah, the resolution. You wouldn't know like, which no. generation it came from. Yeah. It fits in in any time or year. And you so start stylized. playing it, though, then it's like, oh, okay, this is definitely PlayStation 1. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, I mean, the music hooked you, too. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a reason why you can still... I remember that was a big game for you. Yeah. But you were always a rhythm person, though. Yeah, you know, like, being a drummer. Drummers, yeah. Like, yeah. Those, <laughs> those things happen. But it's like, you know, when you're training, you're learning karate from the onion. Karate teacher. Yeah. Kick, punch. Yeah, kick, punch. It's all in the mind. mind. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's memorable for me, and I, like, never even really played it. Yeah. Yeah. I just I remember I, playing it once, few times. but, like... I, did, I wasn't good at it. Yeah. yeah. And they came out with a sequel, sort of sequel. It's called Oom um Jammer Lammy. It wasn't so based on hip hop, but uh, on rock. I never played that one. What was the game Pearl Jam and Earl on? That was Sega Genesis. Was it Sega Genesis? I remember playing that game a lot. Wait, that game was a lot of fun. That game was kind of a rhythm Earl, game, too. What did Wait, I say? What did you call it? Toe Jam and Earl. Oh, I thought you said Pearl Jam and Earl. I was like, Pearl oh, Jam. I may, have, I may have said Pearl Jam and Earl. We can, we can listen to the recording and <laughs> yeah, see. We'll, we'll, I was uh, looking. But yeah, Toe Jam and Earl. Oh, yeah. yeah. The aliens. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that was a pretty cool game, too. That was a that was a game Nathan Gillerin really liked. Oh, uh, yeah. I remember him talking about that game a lot. He really liked that game. We'd play it anytime I went over to his house. Yeah. yeah good old Nate. Nate. Another Nate. drummer boy. Yeah. But... <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's just a lot of a lot of really good games. So in that generation, you know, it's like it gave us so many games, like the Metal Gear Solid, the Metal Gear Solid, Madden started to take yeah, like take the root. One from Crash me. Bandicoot, Crash Bandicoot, oh. Gran Turismo, Gran Turismo. See, I didn't get into Gran Turismo until like Gran Turismo three. Yeah, but I remember going over to Matt and Kim's, uh, Sam's brother. Mm-hmm. I remember being over at their house. When we were younger, and he was playing Gran Turismo 2, and I was enthralled with this game. I was like, what is this? It was cars and racing, and mm-hmm. like, I, was, I didn't know anything about that. 
<laughs> and I just, I'd watch him play. I'm like, this looks awesome. Like, ooh, that's a cool looking car. Yeah. But, you know, it was Gran Turismo 2. And it's kind of amazing because at the time it was the most realistic feeling racer which is market. which is crazy to think about because if you play it, it's like, oh god, this game is really difficult and hard to learn to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On a on a controller. <laughs> yeah, on a controller, <laughs> and that's where analog stick controller. And that's why I think the PlayStation. What was it? Two. No, the PlayStation. Which one had the pressure sensitive buttons? Oh, that was two. The two. That's why I think the the PlayStation Two was the best controller for those games. Yeah, because the three got or no four doesn't have it. No. Three had it too, didn't it? Did three have the pressure? I, the three had I can't pressure. remember. It might have. Maybe it was. The I think three. the four three actually introduced dropped it. actual triggers. Yeah. Yeah, the PlayStation Two didn't have triggers. No, it was no. just buttons. It had buttons. Which whichever it was that the controller with the pressure sensitive buttons. Yeah, that was the first that was one. that was the best one for Gran Turismo. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Hmm. When they got rid of that pressure-sensitive button feature, I was angry. Well, it made Gran Turismo so hard to play. Well, I yeah. had a racing wheel during PlayStation Two era, so yeah. I didn't have that. <laughs> that is true. Well, well, I have one now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. It definitely makes a difference. But yeah. uh, also, the PlayStation also gave us Resident Evil. Yeah, which I was never big into horror games. Yeah, no, but either. it's like still. I mean, I these are them. names that are just oh yeah, they're still synonymous around. with games today. Oh, yeah. They're still are, coming out with them. They're remaking them. Yeah, and they're doing a great job with it too. And speaking of remakes, you know, Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, Jeez, which, what a remake! See, I was big into Final Fantasy VIII, which apparently yeah. a lot, a of, lot people of people hated eight. A lot of people hate it, but there yeah. are a lot of people who love it too. I was I, that was the Final Fantasy game I got into. Yeah, there are a lot of fans for Final Fantasy Nine as well. Well, eight, we'll see. Eight was on the first PlayStation, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was PlayStation it was four discs. Yeah. Nine was the last one for the PlayStation. Oh, that's the one. other thing. Yeah. yeah, multiple discs, multiple discs oh, for yeah. one game. Yeah, four <laughs> discs. Multiple discs. <laughs> yeah, I think Grand Theft Auto was multiple discs as well. Yeah, yeah, a lot of RPGs were multiple discs. It was almost a lot like, of games were multiple. It was discs. almost like a. Statement of pride in your RPG when you said, how many discs? Yeah, yeah what disc you Five have? discs. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. <laughs> well, Metal Gear Solid had two discs. Yeah, it had two. Yeah. yeah. It had two discs. And see, I miss those days of you put the disc in and you play. There's no downloading the game. Update. There's yeah. no updating the game. There's not the day None of that. Update. You, it's just like. You put it in and you play. There's yeah. no additional content. If you want the additional content you buy the the sequel <laughs> yeah it's, it's a new game yeah it's a new game and the, and the thing is that's not even a like you can't say okay boomer to that because yeah. even the younger kids are saying the same thing yeah, oh, yeah. and they didn't even live through that <laughs> well yeah I, I think a lot of like people nowadays that like are getting into gaming <laughs> i know i know it's a dead meme Jeez. but i'm old that's not even, i'm not a boomer but okay, boomer. But yeah, it's like I feel like most kids now, like that are getting into video games, typically have parents that yeah. were video gamers. So it's yeah. like they get introduced to like earlier edition like games. And Gaming stuff. is such an heirloom hobby. Yeah, mm. I mean it, it. It can be not an heirloom hobby. But it's something I'm definitely going to carry who down are to my instilling kid. Kids these days with who have games instilled in them, yeah, get it from their parents. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, it's something that's passed down, just like values, yeah, or something like that. And so much of pop culture and things are. And when you kind of lose kind of the soul of that, which kind of getting there with the micro can microtransaction uh, stuff and games yeah. of service things. Um, well, I'll say this. I look forward to introducing games to my son. Yeah. But what are you going to introduce to him first? Yeah. That's a curious I'm going to, I'm going to introduce as old? early as I can. Exactly. Yeah. So you're going to get, it's like, and that's the thing. Like I'm going to try to like, hit him experience like the way I did, like, this is what we started with. So like, you're going to start him back in like crappy graphics, yeah. you know? Well, not only that, they're on a, they're just on a level that he can understand. Yeah. Yeah. They're simple. Enough. I mean, you'll still probably play whatever new system I have. I look forward to the day when he, he outplays you in games. It's going to be a sad day. Cause might be he'll be young. young. <laughs> I already suck. He'll be, he'll be under 10. I'm sure. Like you far exceed me now in video games. I used to be beat you in everything. And now you beat me in everything. I accept well. it. It sucks. But oh, I, I got to tell you, when I'm kind of going I, through um, that transition. When I started myself, losing I the like... Brandon all the time, yeah. it was really hard for me. 
Even yeah. being young in my 20s. When you were an angry person, me. though. <laughs> Dude, yeah, yeah. You were scared of me for a long yes. time. And for right, rightfully so, I'm ashamed you to say. To, you used to hit me in the solar plex all the time. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> it was. I know. I know. I was a bit of a bully. Um, I never knew that, James. I was too young. <laughs> of course, I wasn't going to beat up on a child. <laughs> well, I mean, I just, I, did, well, I wasn't see, around I think you that's why then. I also made it so awesome for me is like, ha I beat him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was your way of getting back to yeah. me. I don't think I ever had that kind of game relationship. But, I mean, we used to play, like, Mario Party. Like, Okay. Crazy. Mario Party's different. Mario Party 2, Mario Party 3 on three. 64. I remember playing the 64 a lot at your all's house. Party games. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, what so, was the... The Pokemon Coliseum. 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 That was, it had all the little mini yeah, games in it. Yeah. I remember that game. I'm not a Pokemon guy, but that game the only Pokemon games I actually ever played was Pokemon Snap and <laughs> yes. Pokemon Coliseum. Pokemon <laughs> Snap was such a weird concept Why is that for a not game, on mobile phones? But it was so <laughs> freaking fun. Yeah. It's like going to Disneyland. I I don't think I ever played. Oh my god! You literally just rode around and took pictures. pictures It was like going to Disneyland and being on. Yeah, it was like a roller coaster. You were were in like a mine cart. Yeah, I think I remember watching you play. Welcome to Jurassic Park. Because that was another one over at Phil's. Maybe, I think, or at least I remember seeing it over there. There was a game he used to play a lot. Yoshi. No, no, no. It was Coliseum that was over that I remember. Not Coliseum. Yeah, yeah, I remember playing the mini games over there. Yoshi's Yoshi Story. Yeah, Yoshi Story. I loved that game. We're backtracking now, though. Yeah, sorry. No, actually, no, actually, we're, we're still in that era. Yeah, we were just on Sony. We're skipping yeah. back yeah, yeah. from PlayStation. Yeah, uh, I realized PlayStation. 64. The only thing I have from there is like Metal Gear, and I was just watching you play. Really? Yeah. You were too young for that there game were, to be watching. But see, doing? like, <laughs> there's so many games that I, I played, played on the him. PlayStation that I don't remember at this point. Like, there's only so few. I had to dig deep to really think of games that really. Yeah, like the I N64 really had cool a lot spot, more for me. Like, that was one game, like, I don't even remember what system it was on now. That was. It was Nintendo, wasn't it? Yeah, that was NES. Yeah, any, was it NES or Super S-NES. NES? SNES. Oh, we got a book right here, I'm actually, sure for 1993, <laughs> Toys R Us. Let's see. I'm pretty sure it was SNES just because the graphics are too good to have been it NES. Have been it was Genesis. Oh, yeah. They did make a Genesis version. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. But see, this was back when Blockbuster was a thing, too. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, I remember whole, renting Banjo-Kazooie for the 64. whole era of video game rentals. Times. But that's what I mean. Like, I used to play a bunch of games just because Blockbuster, you'd go and rent a few games. Yeah. yeah. Try them out. Try them out for a week. Come back and get some more. <laughs> yeah. Go back and try something else. Or if you didn't want to take them back, you held them late. Yeah. <laughs> or if you liked it, you rented it again. Yeah. Take it back. Can I just get it back, please? Yeah. yeah. But, you know, it's like. Back to Nintendo 64, uh, a few yeah. not- a few more notable games. Perfect Dark. Oh. Basically, there was like Goldeneye, Goldeneye on crack. Yeah. <laughs> Never done crack, but. That was basically <laughs> them saying, we really like to make another one of these, but we'd like to be free from that license. Yeah. <laughs> or they Perfect, license Perfect Dark was the reason I bought the extension for the 64. Oh, the expansion pack? Was it the expansion pack? Yeah. The little red thing that you'd stick, the little cartridge you'd yeah, stick in it? Yeah, it supposedly had a little bit more memory on it. That was, I had Wait, to buy that, that for Perfect Dark. the one you stuck in the Dark. controller? No, 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 no. It, it was, it, there was a little flap in the 64 in front of where you'd put the cartridge. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like in between the reset and the yeah, power. Yeah, okay. I remember that. And you uncover it. It was, it was the rumble slot. pack you stuck in the control. Yeah. Yes. That's what I was thinking of. But that's where you put the expansion pack. Okay. But Perfect Dark, you couldn't play the game without having Without that. the expansion pack. All you could do is like, like local, like multiplayer matches against bots. Right. Without oh. the expansion pack. Wow. So like I had the game for like a week before I got the expansion pack. Because like I bought, I got the game, I got it home, got it in, I started playing. The expansion pack. Why can't I play the game? The expansion pack is interesting because you would buy that, buy it bundled with a game. Yeah, Uh, they they started bundling it with uh, Donkey Kong sixty four. They bundled it with Ocar, not Ocarina, Majora's Mask. Yeah, uh, Perfect Dark. I I forgot all about the expansion pack. I I remember the the thing about the expansion pack that came in. Yeah, the thing about the expansion pack, you can tell is the expansion pack because it was red. Yeah, the top and of it was red. The thing about it, though, it supposedly had four more megs of memory. memory. <laughs> megs. <laughs> megs. <laughs> and um, basically, 
what people have found um, today is that it really didn't do anything. Really? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> that it was really not necessary at all. Well, it had to have done something if it prevented, like, games from being played. Well, that's the thing. They were locking. Yeah, I do remember that. The thing that was, it really wasn't doing anything but locking Golden people night. out of things. Oh, that's kind of <laughs> weird. So, really, it was one of the few oh, cases man. of cash grab. I hated the fact that you had to buy an expansion pack to play certain games. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I just remembered in the 64 controller, the little slot, the thing you put in to put memory cards in. Oh, yeah. You remember those? Yeah. Not many games required you to have that. I don't think I remember that. Yeah, because they were still cartridge-based. Yeah. Uh, and really, the cartridges were the reason why Final Fantasy left the Nintendo platform and went to Sony. Really? Because CDs could hold more? Well, it's not only that. It's well, just CDs were cheaper. The PlayStation oh. like came equipped with slots for memory cards. Oh, yeah, that's true. The 64 was like an add-on. Yeah. You had to buy a, the pack for your controller Yeah. Okay. and put the memory cards or cartridges i guess they were more yeah i don't really remember the memory card they were big and thick yeah cartridges were just way more way more expensive to produce okay and so if you're trying to produce like five hundred thousand of them like this wasn't the actual cost of each cartridge but say it's like fifteen dollars for a cartridge for five hundred thousand units yeah that adds up all right that adds up but you want five hundred thousand cd roms each disc doesn't even cost you a cent yeah (laughs) <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's a big uh, savings. It's a big difference, and plus, not only that, you can actually um, put more media on there. Yeah, like video media, and well, yeah, Final sound Fantasies, They got when they were on the PlayStation, they got these nice cutscenes on. Yeah, them. these nice MVs. Yeah. They had the great soundtrack, mm-hmm. and I can't remember how many discs Final Fantasy VII came on. Eight was four. Yeah, eight it might have came four. on three discs. Okay. I can't remember. Uh, John was the one who played all the RPGs in our house. Yeah, he's the RPG. And I guy. would just watch <laughs> because I, I watched you him play. You liked the the competitive stuff. Yeah, I was always about competitive yeah. stuff. But you know, video games are. I mean, the very first video games were competitive games. Yeah, you know, mm, yeah. and it's either and video games are all about competition, whether it be you versus a person or you versus the machine. Really, the the ratio between like multiplayer and single player is like changed over the years. Like, there, I feel like there's more multiplayer based games now versus like single player. Experiences. I feel like there's a pretty big balance right now. Is there? Well, remember For, back in the PlayStation Two right era, every game had to have some sort of multiplayer in it. Yeah. Or PlayStation Two, but though. it was also a different multiplayer too. It was a local multiplayer. Well, yeah, versus online. But when PlayStation Three came around, it's like everybody was just throwing in multiplayer just because because it kept people playing. Yeah, one longer game. than it kept them from trading player. things in. Yeah, so mm-hmm. you know it was during replay the 30, value was a very big thing it was back then during the thirty-two bit era, um, where we saw game trade ins and everything yeah. else start rising up, and uh, that second party market. You know, yeah, because you'd play it, you'd be done. Like there's nothing left to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so those just, games sucked. Yeah. Those were good blockbuster games. Yeah, rent that one. <laughs> That's a renter, but, not a buyer. Um, <laughs> Sixty four also had my favorite Star Wars game ever. Um, well, my favorite Star Wars that? game series, and that was the the Rogue Squadron. What Rogue Squadron? Yeah. I never played that one. I played it, but I was. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. Um, I played it, but I wasn't really big into Star Wars at that point. Right. There was one on the Super Nintendo. Oh, the platformer one? The, yeah, it was like a side-scroller Star yeah. Wars game that I played I remember a lot. playing that one. Yeah. I don't remember what it's called, though. I actually downloaded it on my PlayStation 4. Yeah, it was just like... I don't even know what it was called. I don't remember. Are you talking about Super title? Star Wars? Maybe. Maybe. Super Star Wars. Maybe it was Super Star Wars. Uh, on, on the SNES. NES. Super NES? Super NES, yeah. Yeah, those were just Super Star Wars, Super Super Empire Strikes Back, Super yeah. Return of the okay. Jedi. Yeah, yeah cuz it's the one you had to like the those one of the hard. early levels you'd had to the the dust crawl or whatever. You had to like climb it and stuff. Yeah, the Jawas or whatever. And then there was the like mode 7 part where you're in this land speeder. Yeah. And, and you have to go side like, to side. You pass the things and they go jump over stuff. I would use my game genie to get me to the um uh <laughs> um the Death Star tunnel like, I don't run remember it. in yeah. Jedi uh, yeah. the Jedi the the trench yeah i don't remember any of that of the game game genie god that ch- that changed everything <laughs> i remember using the game genie on the 64 what, on the what, goldeneye 
Wasn't it a Game Shark? Maybe it was a Game on Shark. Game Weenie gave way to Game Shark. Yeah, eventually. it was a yeah. Game Shark on there. I think the 64 was Game Shark. But I remember using the Game Shark a lot on the 64. Yeah. I don't own one for some reason. But I remember Imagine using if a one. device like that existed for consoles today. What would that be? That would be commercially sold. It, there's too much. I mean, there's plenty there's of things. There's too much out, competition there's now. There's plenty of devices that hack your console, yeah. that yeah. hack things, especially on PC. But to actually have a... <clears throat> Commercially it's, yeah. viable. It's thing. crazy to Sold think about in now. Stores. It's crazy to think about now. I mean, it's like that's unfathomable. Today. Well, because back then it was self-contained. Now everything's connected. Like I don't know. Like I feel like there'd be too much fear of like it just spreading around and messing with everything else. Well, yeah, like the Game Shark. You know, like it had all the game library in it. You just had to have the right game with the right, you know, oh. tied to the right library. Like hmm. when you'd put it, you put the Game had, Shark in. Then you put the game in, the, yeah, the okay. Game Shark. Okay. And then when you turn it on, it goes to the Game Shark menu. Oh, and then, and then you go down like to the, the GoldenEye, and then you can activate all the cheats you want or oh. whatever. Um, and then it would load up the game. Huh. But it was kind of pointless because GoldenEye had its own cheats. Yeah, I was about to say, GoldenEye had its own cheats. like big Yeah, you had to unlock and... by beating levels on certain difficulties. Yeah, which that was that, always fun. I loved doing that. Like, I, at one point, I had them all unlocked. And actually, I think I had – this isn't the original one I cartridge I had. But didn't they have, like, a gold cartridge version? Uh, Zeldas were gold. Zelda cartridges were. I don't remember there being a gold edition of – Well, I remember – I either bought a used copy or something, but I remember getting a copy of 007, and it had the game complete, like 100%, all the cheats and everything. Hmm. Oh. It had a 007 file on it. Huh. Huh. Um, but I can't remember if it was like a special like edition cartridge because, you know, they you, they would do that. Like the Zelda game, like they had the regular and then they had the gold cartridge, right? Right. Mm. Yeah, like the first editions were gold. Yeah. But, yeah, I can't remember if it was like a, a used version I bought or if it was like a special edition version. Yeah. But yeah, it had the the game complete in its entirety, so you had access to everything. Hmm. Yeah, but uh, yeah, another <laughs> franchise that we need to mention before moving on is the Smash Brothers games. Oh yeah, in Smash Brothers Smash. debuted on sixty four. I used to love that game. I suck at it now. <laughs> <laughs> Anything combo based now, I just suck at. <laughs> any, any fighting game? Yeah, you. pretty much. And you had Ocarina of Time. Yeah, yeah, the Zelda on the 64, all those games, I was like big into. So just mind blowing. Yeah, at the time. Ocarina of Time, just walking around out in Hyrule or however you'd say it. Yeah, I always struggled with how to say things in Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> it's not but, like they tell you how to say. It. Yeah, yeah, it's but it's, text. <laughs> Zelda didn't talk. Link didn't talk. <laughs> no one talked. The only one who talked was Nappy. Yeah. Hey, hey, listen. Yeah. <laughs> Bubble, bubble. <laughs> <laughs>